Hey, this is Todd Mitchell from Code Right Play. Salutations. This is Mike Carroll from Strollart. Hey, this is Patrick from the Backlog Odyssey. Hey, this is Rune from Runic Codes. Hi, this is Andrew from Spalotter Birds. Hi, everyone. Jill Grote here from the Indie Informer. Hey, this is Brimstone, and you're listening to Roger Reichardt on the Gamerheads Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Gamerheads Podcast. My name is Roger. Along with me are my good friends and co-host. I have Mike. Hello. No ho ho hokum ho hokum. Uh, it's getting played out. Oh, <laughs> that's like lasted three weeks. <laughs> well, it's two weeks longer than most of my stuff lasts. That's true. That's true. And Phil. Well, you stole my thunder. I was going to ho ho come, and then I was going to oh. go with a what's up. So oh. uh, I'm just going to go with hi. Hi. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, sorry that we were off last week. I was exhausted and I needed a week off. And these two gentlemen were so gracious to say, fine, take the week off. We don't care. So uh, thank you, everybody, for uh for for your understanding i guess and you guys too for your understanding but oh, we're no, back. i never said we were understanding wait what i understand yeah, that's something true. actually i haven't that's understood true. anything in years <laughs> so but anyway a lot has happened in the last couple days what did i miss uh, what what did i miss well uh well there's a lot actually we have a lot to cover um but before we get into like some of the news topics in the games we're playing. Uh, Mike, Hi. You, have, you had some talking point you wanted to make? The one thing I wanted to call out. Okay. All right? All right. Here we go. So today, uh-huh. um, the official rating for the Super Mario Brothers movie got posted. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. We're looking at a hard R. Uh, no. No, no. It's, it's, okay. PG, it's, okay. it's a PG movie. Okay. But... Um, the thing I wanted to call out was what was listed in there and how it makes me very, very happy and really looking forward to this movie. Um, if you read this, so every time there's always a movie rating, they tell you why it's rated the way it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the Super Mario Brothers movie is going to be rated PG and it's going to be rated PG for uh, action and mild violence, something like that. No yeah, animal cruelty. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, no animal cruelty. <laughs> no excessive stomping against turtles. On... Yeah, no turtles were harmed. In yeah, the... yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. What like, about mushroom yeah. use? Is that is that? Uh... No, they're not okay. animals, but they are fun guys. <laughs> okay. I've had a um... lot of fun guys in me. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I'm seeing flying turtles right now. <laughs> <laughs> That actually explains a lot of like what my <laughs> anyway. Yes. Okay. So um, the reason why this makes me very happy is because one of my biggest concerns is that illumination uh, was going to illumination this movie. Mm. And when I yep. say illumination, this movie, I mean um, pepper it with stupid like fart jokes and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Which that is not that is not a Mario staple. Mm-hmm. Unless it's so. A- Mario and Rabbids, but yes, continue. Um, so when I looked at that, <laughs> I also looked at the ratings for all their other 
movies, you know, the Gru and the Minions and the Grinch and the Secret Life of Pets or things like that. Yeah. And on every, every one of those is rated PG-13. Or, I'm sorry, PG. But on every single one of those, in the descriptions, it said crude humor. Yep. Oh. And which there wasn't, is... And that's not in this one. Right. And there's the crude humor is not in this, which means oh, good. they're not going to Illumination this movie, which makes me very happy. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. So I just wanted to call that out as something that uh, I found interesting. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, yeah. I'm also I'm also undecided on Halloween ends, so I'll come uh, back to you with that. Have you seen that? Have you oh seen yeah, it? so we saw okay. it in theaters. Oh, you did? Okay, yep. okay. it's on Hulu too, right? Isn't it? Uh, yeah. Peacock, I think. Or Peacock? Yeah. Too, yeah. Um. Cool. Um. So mine. I don't, know, I don't know what Halloween ends had to do with that conversation, <laughs> but wrong podcast, Mike. Wrong I guess. Podcast. Yeah. Um. So my thing that I was going to talk about was, uh, well, I mean, if you've been paying attention to the news, uh, the whole discussion around Bayonetta 3 and voice actors and and uh, uh, Helena Taylor uh, came out and said, well, so, I mean, most people probably know this news, but I'll just, we'll just briefly touch it on, on it anyway here. Uh, she came out and said, um, she she played she played Bayonetta in the first two games, and she said that I was offered four thousand dollars for the third game, and that's ridiculous with how much money Platinum Games have made on the game. I think she said like four hundred fifty million dollars, which seems like a really lot of money to make on the first two games, but I mean maybe. Um, and then she said that uh, they only offered her $4,000 and she turned down the role. Uh, and then it came out recently <laughs> by two employees at Platinum, not the higher ups, uh, but two employees at Platinum uh, were talking to journalists and said, that's actually not true. Uh, we were part of that negotiations or that they had the documents for the negotiations or something. And, and, uh, and they said uh, she was offered actually four thousand dollars for three to four thousand dollars per session, and there was going to be five sessions, and between uh, be about four hours each. So she was really offered about fifteen thousand dollars, and then she came out and said they're lying. That's lies, and I don't know. It's really it was really interesting to see Twitter like play ping pong in the last couple of days over this. I don't know if you guys are. Intentions. Well, because that was the other thing that Helena said. Boycott Bayonetta. Instead, take that money that you're going to buy that game and donate it to charity instead. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, here's here's my thought on this that I, I just, you know, I, I, I don't know why she would have lied, but I just, if in my gut of guts, it feels like. Why would these employees go risk their career? Because if they get caught by Platinum Games talking to press without their consent, they can they can lose their jobs. You know, well, it's even not if like she had much of a job to begin with, she only had. If you look at her IMDb, I think she, this was her only gig. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah, I mean, she did some other voice acting work too, and I think she did some acting acting work too. But, um, I don't. You know, I don't know. Like, okay, so, it, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
Maybe maybe I'm in the wrong here. Roger, but... you can take the filter off. I'll take my okay, filter okay, off. Okay, okay, I'm gonna take my filter off. Take the so, filter off. So you know, let's so I was thinking ten hours worth of voice act in the studio, but actually it they're saying it probably came to about twenty hours of, of in studio work. Okay. So twenty hours of in studio work, even if it was offered four thousand dollars, that's two hundred dollars an hour. Uh I know that a lot of people are like, oh, pay them what they're worth. And I'm like, I'm 100% on that. But isn't $200 a lot of money per hour? I don't know. I $200 an hour. And I know there's more to it than standing in front of a microphone. Yeah. I know. Don't, I yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I'll gladly take that job for $200 an hour. Yeah, Heck, I'll, take, yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll do better. I'll voice Bayonetta for $100 an hour. <laughs> I'll do better. I'll do it for $50 an hour, Mike. Well, all right. You can have it then. <laughs> 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 but. Okay, so so let's just you know let's say it was four thousand dollars and twenty hours worth of work. I was like, well, that's 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 quite a bit of money. But now, if it if it's true, and I, again, I just can't imagine why these employees who went to journalists would they have no re- they have no reason other than telling the truth to go to these journalists and say, actually, the truth is, um, fifteen thousand dollars. For twenty hours worth of work, that's like seven hundred fifty bucks. She wanted. She also wanted. She, what is she? So what is this? She said they said she wanted a six figures. Yeah. To do the job and residuals. Yeah. Okay. Devil's advocate. I yes. get it. Like I understand that a hundred dollars worth of, or a hundred dollars an hour is a fair shake of money. Two hundred dollars an hour is an even bigger fair shake of money. But when you break down, like you're voicing the main character of a game that does, we'll say $200 million worth of sales, and you're only getting X amount from it, like that $15,000, $20,000 worth of it, like you got to kind of feel like you're bigger than that. I understand that aspect of it. Yeah. I, I do too. I but mean, I get that. at the same time, like to take, your, to take your voice to social media and start griping about it is also like, okay, maybe this isn't the time and or the place. But also, is she getting residuals? Is she getting the kickers? Is she getting like the the uh, what do you want to call it? Um, oh hell, I lost my train of thought or my word. But you know what I mean. Like, is she getting paid per copy sold? Is she yeah, getting? Yeah. Is she getting two dollars per copy sold off of it? Because if she is, yeah. she's suddenly sitting pretty. But yeah. So let me play devil's advocate to your devil's advocate. <laughs> Wait, who is the Satan to Satan? Oh boy! Oh boy! Here we go. So who's to say that the voice actress or voice actor is is that important? Oh, she's not putting butts in seats. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's so. I, if you're to ask me who should be paid more, the voice actor or the person who programmed the engine or wrote the story or something like that, I'll say I'll say that over the voice actor any day of the week. That's not mm. to say the voice actor is not important, but I think that. The uh, the people that are actually making the game and writing the game and programming the game um, are have more of an important job. I would agree. And and I guess that's a good question. Would this game be the same game without a voice? If it was just it wasn't voice acted yeah. at all. It was just text. Yeah. If it, well, no, no, no. You gotta have the voice actor because yeah, that is very sultry. Okay. Just, you know, okay. 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 But yeah. but but, but even if you voiced her, Roger, you know. Yeah. I I'm not giving. I've heard you, your but, sultry voice. Yeah, but you know <laughs> the NPR yes. voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, welcome to Gamerheads. Um, so, but but that's that's a yeah. I don't know. This is a really good question. And and the other thing that she said in her post, Helena said in her post was, uh, you know, I 
created the voice of Bayonetta. That is my creation. I was like, yeah, okay. Oh, man, is... But you don't own that anymore. Once you yeah. record that for another company, that is no longer yours. That's anything, anything mm-hmm. that you do, whether you come up with this great idea and you right. work for a company, even, even if it was like, I saw this happen. I saw this happen at my job where somebody like wrote a book and then the company was like, ah, this is a previous job, but they're like, ah, uh, you wrote that book while you were employed with us. And it was based on a lot of the things that, you know, principles that we have instilled in you. Therefore, like we kind of own that book, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. like you don't own the intellectual property. You just, you don't, that is not yeah. yours. That is the company's. Right. And, and for her to say that was my voice, that Bayonetta's, I created Bayonetta's voice. Oh, sure. But you also probably had directors in that room telling you how to do the voice. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like you just made this up and you walked in and everybody's like, wow, that was, I can't believe this. Like nobody coached you at all. Like, and, and I get her point too. She was like, I went to school for this and I, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I worked really hard. I, I, I paid for a, like, in, in, I, I get that. I get that. I'm not trying to diminish her work or voice actor work, but I also am astonished that, you know, $750 an hour is a lot of money. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. This is just somebody who, you know, and well, actually I'm not, I'm sure everybody over here already knows my opinion of it. Um, here's, now I looked. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. Hold on, it'll come back to me. Do uh, stall for time. Uh, um, oh, hey, uh, look, kids, Big Ben. <laughs> Parliament. Ah, that's funny. Uh, no, I really forgot what I was going with this. It'll come back <laughs> right, to me. Keep talking. That wasn't my. Oh, thought. that's it. That's what I was going to say. There we what go. Really, what really gets me is the Twitter reaction. Oh, I know. Actually, That's, actually, yes. actually, let me say, it actually, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. One of the things I do at work when I teach uh, my classes is I and I talk about um, the human uh, psyche and how weird it is that we as humans are more apt to believe the first story that we hear. Yep. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's it's that's what we're more likely to believe, and and it and it's right there on Twitter. There were some people that were like, "Hey, let's hold off. Let's wait." and hear both sides of it. But a lot of people were like, platinum games is terrible. Let's, let's all boycott it. And I'm like, sure, go ahead, boycott it. I've already got my special edition pre-ordered. Um, and then it came out that, you know, that she's full of it. Yeah. What, and what, then what? everybody's like, well, I'm still going to believe her. Like, all yeah. right. Yeah. I, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I just, I just would point to the fact of like what these these employees that said, "Wait, hold the phone," let me tell you really what she was really offered. It wasn't just one employee; it was several employees that said this. What do they have to gain from that? They have nothing to gain from that. Like the only thing, I mean, not only do they have nothing to gain, they could actually lose their jobs by talking to the press. Uh, without the consent of the higher ups, because Platinum Games wasn't like, "Hey, go tell them this," but don't tell them we told you this. Like that, what are they? What what are they going to get out of lying? They're not going to get anything out of lying out of that. That right. you know of, Roger. That you know of. Yeah, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Um, and then 
Conversely, and not to put on the same plateau slash perch as, but <laughs> James Earl Jones is Darth Vader. Yeah. Like, he didn't do a damn thing except for give his voice. Yeah. But is that not one of the most iconic voices around? Yeah, it is. Oh, they've got, didn't, didn't, don't they AI his voice now? Oh, no, um, they, 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 everything, obviously. Well, Leia's he did his voice CG. in Kenobi. They did his, he did the voice in Kenobi, the TV show. Right, I thought, wasn't that AI though? No, it was him. They oh, they actually brought him in. Yeah, they actually brought him oh. in. All I'm saying is that a voice can make a character, and I understand that. And uh, obviously, the voice of Bayonetta is not the same as the voice of Darth Vader, but there's definitely like a voice can make a character. Yeah, and sure. Oh yeah, that's why I don't like the Muppets anymore. <laughs> Agreed. Poor Jim Henson. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I yeah, I I'm not just dis- I'm not. Uh, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I do not. I'm not at the level of any of these people, but I do voiceover work and I get it. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to diminish the work of voice actors at all. Like, because I but it's a shitload of money, like in all fairness, like it is. And that's why I'm saying like I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm standing both sides of the pupil or the pulpit at the same time. Like I get where she's coming from and I get where the rest of the world is coming from. There's got to be a happy medium. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but but I think. Yeah, agreed. And I I guess that's my thought, though. I mean, I'm in the same boat as Mike. Like, I do think voice actors certainly should get paid a, a wage that is, like, meaningful and such. But also, like, are the QA testers getting $200 an hour? Are the programmers right. getting $200? Well, absolutely are the not. people QA that are writing? QA making 20 bucks an hour. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, in, but... is, there, is their role any less in the making of game? I mean, that's that's... I just when I when I was doing the math because like again, if you preface it of saying, "Boy, this game made four hundred thirty some million dollars, and they offered me a meager four thousand dollars," you're like, "Whoa, oh my gosh, that's terrible! I can't believe that." But then you're like, well, "How many hours are you spending in the studio?" Okay, two twenty, and so it's like. Two hundred dollars an hour—that seems like a lot of money. <laughs> I just, but again, a QA know. tester spending a lot more time on the game than the voice actor. Yeah, which, but they're not, relevant, yes, irrelevant. I know, like I know, I know, I know. I I, I get it. I'm it's just a saying. War of attrition. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I. Uh, yeah, but to, at two hundred dollars, okay. Like, and I did look this up. I think most voice actors. I think it was like. 350 to 450 or something like that per hour. I think that's what Jeez. they I think that's what they were making. I need a better voice is what this all comes down to. <laughs> that's like a professional voice actor. And then for and if it's true that they offered her, you know, fifteen thousand dollars, that's seven hundred and fifty some dollars per hour. That's far exceeds what a lot of the voice actors are making out there. And also why so, do you send that contract? Well, right, exactly. And 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 the other thing is, so I'll just say this real quick. Uh, Jennifer Hale, who took over uh, as the voice of Bayonetta three or Bayonetta and Bayonetta three, uh, is been just st- professional about this whole thing. And well, yeah, she just want to lose her seven fifty an hour. Yeah, well, I I, I get that too, <laughs> but you know, she uh, she she's just been extremely professional and. 
Mike, to your point, when the story broke and all these people are like, I believe Helena, they started crapping on her really bad. Like, how Mm -hmm. dare you take that role from her? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, she is, she turned down the role. That was her option. You know, Helena turned down the role. That was her prerogative. Somebody else stepped in and took the job. Can't hold that against them. Nope. It wasn't like she was forced out. It wasn't like, you know what? Right. She made that choice. She She made made that choice. She made that choice. (sighs) <sighs> anyway. So here's what really gets me is that I, I voiced a zombie in red <laughs> colony three and I, and that took me about half an hour. Yeah. What you didn't, so, uh, you didn't get any of the royalties yet. You what should I be off ca- that? What's did that? You, said you make three fifty off that. I, I know. I well, think I Mike, actually ended up paying Mike. <laughs> Son of a Mike. Not only did the did you uh, did we lend our voices as zombies in that game? Yeah, our likeness as well. We right, are our likenesses. In, we, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're zombies zomb- in yeah, that game. Zombies. Yeah, we're zombies in that game. Where is and our we, where's our residuals? So yeah, I'm waiting for that that uh, royalty paycheck to come through. I actually, I even had to pay mo- my. I actually had to buy the physical version. I didn't get a free oh, copy of that. Oh well. I was By recently in a commercial for a, 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 a. I was in a World Cup commercial where they paid me one hundred dollars to use my face, so I got a hundred dollar face. Nice. Wow! Which sure is in the commercial for one point five seconds, but all right, that all works out. Yeah, I got paid. Can we can we put that as a tag in our podcast I got and fill the hundred dollar face? You know, now that I home on the hundred dollar that hundred dollar face, I still got that hundred dollar bill, and I'm like, this is my face money. <laughs> You're gonna, you, that's that's the first hundred dollars you made, yeah. and the only hundred dollars you yeah, made. Nobody's ever face. paid me for my face before, and to that or ever point, will. It's usually my torso that I get paid for. It's a pretty sweet looking torso for being real about this shit. What now that now that I think about it, uh huh. I was also I never got paid for my appearance on To Catch a Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Unionize, Mike. Unionize. That Chris Hansen owes me money. <laughs> me too, for other reasons, but that's not even over there. <laughs> oh, anyway, I just I thought I thought it was change that subject real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it was inter- I just thought it was an interesting week. Like it, you know. I think it was like on Sunday where Helena came out and said, "This is what's going on," and she made a series of like three posts, and people are like, "Oh my goodness." Uh, and then just a couple days ago, the they broke that hold the phone that may not be a hundred percent true. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could play devil's advocate and say what would Helena get out of lying? Like she pretty much tanked her career. Then, if that's yeah. if that's the case, if she lied, like who's going to hire after that? Right. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and summarize my thoughts at the end of this by saying that I stand by whoever stands by whatever they stand by. Okay. Mm. That's that's a good pragmatic stance there. I stand by B.B. King. Ooh. (laughs) I'll stand by you, Mike. (laughs) Is that Leon Rimes? Could have been. No. Not Leon Rimes. I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Wayne, maybe? (laughs) Shania Wayne. Yeah, the I'll stand by you song. Yeah, I'll, stand I'll stand by, by you. you. No, I don't oh, think so. See, now you have now <laughs> I have to pay you guys three hundred fifty bucks. 
was 0.2 seconds worth of work. And yeah. at that rate, you owe me a Big Mac that That's I've right. never had in my life. <laughs> you never I'll had buy a, Big you one of those adult Happy a Big Mac? I've never Big Mac, no. You've never... Mike, you're going to buy me one of those adult Happy Meals, actually. So, uh, you never had a Big Mac. That's crazy. I did get the Halloween bucket, though. Oh, you nice. did? Good job. Yeah. And Phil, uh, yeah, you should. I mean, I mean, you're not missing out much with the big. No, you're not. They're not that great. They're not. Never had a Whopper either. Wow. Yeah, those are okay. Those are okay. They're not as good as they used to be. Yeah, they now they're paper thin. Well, yeah, as good as they used to be, Mike. Let's be real about this shit. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, all right. Well, now let's move on to games that we're currently playing. Oh, we're that's right. This is a video this game. This is a video podcast. game podcast. Yeah, we're not just uh, shooting the shit between us. Uh, <laughs> uh, Roger, that's my gimmick. Oh, that's true. That's true. So, um, well, let's go around and talk about games that we're currently playing. And Mike, I'll start with you. What games are you playing right now? Uh, as usual, playing Fall Guys. Uh, I am oh, yeah. also. I also. Went a little, uh, did a little time traveling back in time, and I played Friday the Thirteenth with my buddy. Oh, you did? Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of bummed you didn't hit me up. I think you were on at that time too. I just oh, didn't wow. know if you, you know, wanted or to fighting. be hit up. Got it. Yeah, I'm always willing to be hit up unless I'm in a All party right. playing Overwatch. All right. Yeah, I'll let you know next time I play because I need to. I need to play some more, and I'll tell you why. Oh. Um, so I play with my buddy John, and he has been playing that game since the day it came out, like mm-hmm. every day. So he is like a master Jason. Mm. Like he, yeah, he he could pr- play that game professionally. Wow. So we were playing, and um, if you never played Friday Thirteenth, it's an asymmetrical multiplayer game. Like, um, well, that was actually like Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Dead by Daylight Evolve, yeah, all that kind of good stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was we Evolve like the all. first? Was that the first though game that kind of? No, Left 4 Dead, I would say, would be because they okay. did it before Evolve did. And, oh, yeah, they did. Okay. Turtle Rock stole, kind of stole what Dead by Daylight, or not Dead by Daylight, Jesus, uh, Left 4 Dead was doing. Okay. Um. So um. we were playing, and I actually, so... In order to, to win the game, so it's basically one person plays as Jason and the other ones play as the camp counselors, and you have to um, either uh, kill Jason or escape the camp as the counselors in order to win. In order to win the uh, to win the match, how Jason do you kill Jason? Has, there's there. It's very uh, <laughs> there's a lot of steps. First of all, you need to hit him enough that his mask falls off, oh. which is really hard to do. Then you also need to find his. Uh, jason's shack hidden somewhere on the map and a female character has to wear his mother's um sweater okay and then after you beat him up enough, are you making this up are you making this up i know it sounds like something i would make up (laughs) mike plays (laughs) but but after you beat him up enough and you take off his mask then you need to have the female character press the press the button near Jason with the sweater on and then she will distract Jason and then if you need to hit Jason again while he's distracted which will bring him to his knees and then you need to have another character who is playing as Tommy Jarvis which was um uh Corey Feldman's character in the oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh um you need to have somebody playing as him either holding an axe or a machete come up and do the final blow Oh so my there, gosh. There was a lot of coordination involved. We were I was able to pull it off 
just a handful of times. Okay, but it's I was very say how often, how often does that happen? Uh, I've never seen it. I've played very, very many games of it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, um, so we were playing, and I, uh, I the, one of the ways to escape the camp is um, to you need to fix uh, a car. So you need to fill it with gas. You need to repair it and find the key. Find the key for it. Then you can. Then you have to drive. Then you can drive the car out. Okay. Can, there's also a. Um, uh, uh, a speed a, or a motorboat boat, boat escape yeah yeah you got to find a propeller then you got to fill it with gas and then you can leave very hard to escape via boats because when jason's in the water he goes very fast yeah because he drowned right like that was right yeah he lives he's a world-class swimmer his, yeah, yeah 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 he is yeah yeah um so i um i actually repaired the boat in this match and like any true Friday the 13th character, I didn't wait for anybody to jump in the boat with me and I got the hell out of there. <laughs> so, so you can, you can escape, but the rest of your clan may not. Oh yeah. Yep. And, but you don't win then. No, oh, you get extra Mike still points. Does. You like level up and, and what? you know, yeah, you like get extra, uh, you get, yeah, you get other um, wow. XP, you get extra wow. XP. Yeah. For extra for, for not leaving with the group, you leaving on your own? No, 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 no. You get extra XP for surviving. Oh. And escaping. Okay. Yeah. But would you get more XP if all of you survived? That's not the important part. Yeah, that's not the important part. Okay. I don't care about it. Important part survival. Fuck everybody. Haven't I established that enough already that I don't care about the rest of it? That's true. So anyway, so I left and I was all happy and I heard the very, very satisfying xbox achievement sound effect and i'm like oh that's right i get an achievement for it so i got my achievement for escaping and nice. then i got another achievement called oh. uh, chad is a dick oh <laughs> and that Seriously? yes and that achievement um is for escaping um that's escaping on a boat without waiting for anyone any passengers oh yeah no that's not good you know why because why? that achievement is worth one point so now I really? achievement. Really? That? I said I think I have that achievement. Yeah. So I right now I look at my gamer score and it makes me so angry. Yeah. <laughs> that off <laughs> number just that messes one. everything yeah. up. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Yep, it just messes everything up. Oh, that's hilarious. So the other achievement that I have to do is uh knock off Jason's mask 13 times. Oh, fun. And that'll even it out cuz that's worth 19 points. Okay. Okay. Uh, the good thing is you could do private matches. <laughs> yeah. So my buddy John and I are doing, I'm like, dude, I need to knock off your mask 13 times. He's like, why? I'm like, dude, I'm like, if I, I'll explain it to you, but you'll lose respect for me. <laughs> I do like, have yeah, the chat as right. a dick achievement, by the way. What is? I do have the chat as a dick achievement. Oh, you do. I nice. just sent you guys a screenshot of it. Nice. nice. So, yeah. So, but again, you know what? It's still fun. I, mm-hmm. I got it back in 2017. I'm still enjoying it. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to um, Killer Clowns. Yeah. Hey, men. Oh, who made this game? Who made this game? Ilphonic and Gun. Okay. Okay. I think they did Ghostbusters also. They did. And I'll be talking be about that about. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I played Friday the 13th. Also dug out um, another game that I haven't played in a long time. Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh. Okay. Man, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just smashing buttons and I'm somehow winning. But wow. That, that, in my defense, that's how I, you know, play a lot of my fighting games. Yeah, me too. Uh, are you beating people? Like actual oh, people? Oh, God, no. No, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay, I don't even want to go into the yeah. online lobbies. <laughs> yeah. That game's been out for five years. If I go into yeah. it, they'll they'll laugh me Has out of there. Has it been five years already? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, because that game does look pretty amazing. It still looks good, and it runs really nice on the Switch. Yeah. Yes, Phil, I said it. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> My That's house cool. is on fire. I got to go. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I play. I finished Haiku the Robot. Oh yes, nice. and yep. you can find my review on uh, GamerHeadsPodcast.com. And if you like Metroidvanias, you must purchase this game. It's incredible. It's a great. It's, it's a great. Um, you know, it, it doesn't take it doesn't take very long to beat the game. So it's yeah. not. You know, you're not going to be playing it for, you know, forty hours, which I love. Uh, it's the the platforming, the controls, everything is is tight and. The uh, power ups are great. It, it plays. It's a great Metroidvania. So I, I think I gave it an A or an A minus. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Thank you for yep. reviewing that. Uh, thank you for getting the code. Yeah. Yeah, then, that looks cool. Yeah. Last one. Uh, I so I've been playing this other game, Guardian Tales. And this is yeah. A, I haven't heard about this, this game at all. Yeah, this is a from free, you. It's weird. I never heard of it either. So it's a free to play game on the Switch. And yes, it's a cell phone game. Well, originally a cell phone game. Now it's a console game, but it's on a, it's it's on the Switch. On so, a cell phone just, with controllers, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's on the Switch. Uh, and this game is, oh man, that's. I'd have to say it's like it's it's Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. That style of gameplay, with all of the microtransactions oh. of. But the microtransactions. <laughs> Let me put it this way. I haven't had to purchase anything. Okay. And I've been playing the game like crazy. Okay. Um, so you don't have to purchase anything. But the only thing that's confusing me is that there's so much to the game. Mm. You So you play as, you know, as a knight. And I think you can have up to three uh, AI-controlled um, teammates. Okay. You know, Can you play it with other people, though, too? Uh, there is, there's guilds that you okay. can have, and oh. there's also, I think there's PVP elements to it, but I haven't gotten into that yet, okay. because you have to play through the story to unlock a lot of the different things. Oh, okay. And so the, the side characters that you can get are, you can, you know, you can either purchase them or unlock them through the story, or they have a, a really cool um, loot box system. It's, it's, it's the, the characters come on, like, they look like they come on blister cards, you know, like how like toys, action figures come on. Oh yeah. Mike, yeah, yeah. I hate to interrupt cool. you, but I've never heard the phrase really cool loot box <laughs> mechanic. I was going to say the same I thing. I know. <laughs> like, well, when I say really cool, I don't mean like, you know, it's, it's very flashy. Mm, I like flashy. Flashy yeah. is fun. Yeah. And so there's daily challenges. There's obviously, uh, you know, there's a season pass. There's events. It's all your basic, you know, um, basic free to play, free to play yeah. monot, 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 monetization. Monogamy. Stuff. Mon- <laughs> it's all your monomenas. <laughs> Monomena. Anyway. The game plays really well. Really? It's, it's 
a fun game. It's very basic because they're trans because they you know transferred it over from a cell phone game. Yeah, and you it's just you have you have an attack button, a uh, a dash button, and like a super attack button. There's different weapons that you can give your character, different outfits that you can give your character. I went from a uh, having a sword to having a missile launcher. Oh, so like I have like a level, I, I, yeah, because it I actually I got it in one of the loot boxes. It was like a f- four star missile launcher. So I'm just destroying everybody right now, and it's got a story as well. And the writing is really well done. There's oh. a lot. There's a lot of really good uh, jokes in it. Um, there's it's it, it has a lot of charm. Uh, and it's not a very difficult game. It's hmm. it's a game you can play for just twenty minutes at a time. Wow! And that's I haven't I haven't gotten like completely through the story yet. But I'll say oh, there's also like dungeons that you can do to try to earn um, rare items, things oh. like that. That's so cool. there is a lot to it in terms of different stuff that you can get for your character, which is common for these types of games. Um, but I'll, I'll say like, if you like those, if you like uh, a legend of Zelda link to the past style game, only a little bit like faster, more action and has a lot of humor to it. And is actually well put together. I'm going to say that like most of these games just seem like cash grabs and it's just like, you know, gotcha mechanics and all that other stuff. This looks like they, they, they put some time. I think uh, the last time I was this impressed with a free to play game was uh, asphalt. Um, oh yeah. Asphalt nine. Yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty good game, actually. It was pretty good. Yeah. We played that. Remember when that first came out? We would play that a lot. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely something to look into. I mean, even if you just try it and play it, uh, I, I really hope, and I haven't uh, dived really into into it enough to see if there's uh, like online co-op. And if there is, that'd be awesome. Kind of yeah. like a Minecraft Dungeons type situation. But uh, Guardian Tales... Um, Keep an eye out for that one. Well, I just it's downloaded it, actually. I just downloaded oh. it on the Switch. Right. So uh, as you were talking, I was like, if it's free, might as well, might as well, right? Yeah, so give it a shot. Uh, so yeah, so maybe we um, could start a guild. Maybe we could start a guild, yeah. We'll call it the Phil Guild. So you Wait, can what? assemble and synergize your best party of three heroes to face others in real life. Oh, but it might not be like, it might be your oh. heroes. It might not be. Oh, like, okay. So it sounds like there's P P versus P, right? Um, yeah. But player versus player in rankings. But I don't know if you can work together with other people. So, yeah, huh. that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. You can customize your own floating castle. What? I haven't gotten that far yet. But okay. Yeah, apparently. Okay. All right. Uh, this is neat. This is a kind of a cool. Uh, yeah, it's free. So I mean, like you said, yeah. there's you know, doesn't sound like you you uh paid anything for i mean bought anything with the with not the, yet and i right yeah. now you know sometimes i'm like oh this is cool i want to get this but right now i haven't found the desire to purchase anything so yeah which mm-hmm. works for me yeah cool anything else no that's it i played enough this week that is a lot <laughs> uh what about you phil what have you been playing well, I've been playing the usual, and by the usual, I mean Overwatch 2, which is completely fixed and is running absolutely wow. seamlessly and is a wow. super good time, and I'm loving my time with it. Can oh. I interrupt? I'm, I know I'm talking way too much. Phil, can I ask you a question? Yeah, is Mike, it true I love, that you're, I love the that sound of your voice. Oh. <laughs> is it true that your um, characters and, and everything like that don't transfer over from Overwatch 1 to Overwatch 2? I think that's for new people. 
Um, because everything from my Overwatch one can carried over my Overwatch two. So like, I did not have a hiccup with any of that stuff. All right, I gotta talk to my son. And I'm like, because he's like, I'm not playing. I'm like, why? He's like, because I can't transfer my stuff over. And I'm like, really? That's did he try? That's a good question. I'll have to ask him that. Yeah, because like I didn't have any kind of a hiccup with any of that stuff. The only things that I had hiccups with were obviously getting into a lobby, which everybody else had a hiccup with. Um, and then like it did not register the fact that I bought the uh, battle pass, we'll call it, because I don't know what the hell else to call it. Hmm. Uh, but after two days, that was fixed as well. Um, matchmaking is super smooth and super slick. It's all been fixed up. I haven't seen an issue with it in... I don't know. When's the last time we talked? Two weeks ago? Yeah, I haven't seen an issue with it in 10 days. Wow. Um, wow. Everything's running really smooth. It runs like Overwatch, free-to-play version. I don't know what people that did not play one are experiencing with two as far as like unlocking the main core characters. But for those of us that spent, shit, 650 hours worth of Overwatch 1, like everything's there and unlocked, including all skins, all everything else that goes along with that. Uh, so I've been playing a bunch of that. Um, I think I said the show... Jump back into a little bit of Fortnite because there's a Halloween event going on, which has got a really, really cool haunted house as well as zombies and corn mazes and that kind of stuff. Ash oh, is not available yet. I looked into it. Um, I plan on spending a lot more time with that because I bought the battle pass for that as well, and I really want to make my way all the way through it and get Spider-Gwen. But outside of all of that, my normal stuff, I made the weird decision, especially after calling Fortnite a flipping kids game, I spent some time with DC League of Super Pets. Oh, you did? Because oh. that's on Game Pass, right? That's exactly why I played it, because I'm like, <laughs> I kind of like kids games, and I kind of like collectathons. <laughs> so I'm going to check this out. So I did. And uh, so you either play as uh, Crypto, Superman's dog, or Ace, Batman's dog, and you star fox your way through levels and shoot a bunch of things and try to live and occasionally hit boss battles. It's so, so, so basic. Like, oh. I was going to say, I was expecting to say it's so good. I was like, what? I really wanted it to be too, because like I can really get into some of these like bullshit types of games that are like licensed franchises, collectathons platformers but this is like just a a a flying base shooter Mm. where you unlock pets throughout the course of levels like you can get a pet thing and then you can like groom this pet for adoption you adopt the pet to the perfect person you get bonus points for that i've played probably eight levels worth of this and i keep coming back and i don't really know why except for the fact that i'm me (laughs) um it's not great but it's not terrible i mean if you've got really really young kids they might dig this but it's it's very, very linear, very shooty, very high score based, graded. It's okay. Yeah. Huh. I don't I don't really know what else to say about it in all fairness. Like it's cartoony, it looks great. The voice acting's okay, not seven hundred and fifty dollars an hour worth of okay, but it's okay. <laughs> um Did they get uh the rock? No, and, the rock and no. Kevin Hart are not yeah. in it. That's no, right, I'm sure. Okay. Otherwise it would have been Two thousand dollars an hour was the boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's okay. It serves the purpose. It controls like Star Fox. You got to dodge. You got to shoot. You got a special. You got two specials actually. Um, you're trying to free pets because Luther's taking them under control. I have not seen the movie because again, I don't watch things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's all right. It's worth okay. checking out if it's because it's free on Game Pass. But if you're gonna yeah. pay money for it, just avoid it like hell. Yeah. 
I, I might have to have my kids play it because, you know, again, they might have fun game with it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Exactly. They, they really might. might like, they might like it. I was hoping it would be a little bit more than it is. And you get to these sections where, because you're flying the entire time, and then every once in a while it sends you down to the ground. And then there's a little, like, icon that pops up that just, like, spins in a circle. And apparently you just have to hit, like, the thing in the right spot, like, where it is in the circle, and you contr- you're just, you destroy your person. But it doesn't really tell you that. So, like, I just started doing uh, clockwise motions, and every once in a while, I'll click it and kill the thing. Like, uh, uh-huh. it's not very well explained, but it's fun for what it is. Huh. Okay. If you're looking for a licensed collectathon game, I hear really good things about the Smurfs game. Really? Yes. What? How long ago yeah, did that come mission, out? Mission, Smurfs Mission Relief or something like that. Well, okay. yeah. When did that come out? Uh, last year. I heard it looks amazing on the Series X. Okay. And it plays similar, I think, to Mario Sunshine. Okay. Really? Yes. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm i not even joking. I'm 100% serious. I heard that it, wow. it's it's like an actually a halfway decent uh, like 3D platformer. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I've got a note made of it, and I probably will download it because I'm that kind of a sucker. <laughs> well, it's not on Game Pass. I said I'll probably download it. Okay. I'm willing to pay money for shit. I'm not just a cheap <laughs> Don't go based on what I say. Do some research. No, no. I'm holding you up to this, Mike. Yeah. I'm if it's, like, if it's, a, if it's a garbage heard, game, Mike. You know? It's yeah. a garbage game. This is all your fault. So, uh, Anything else, Phil? Uh, probably, but I don't necessarily remember right now. Okay. All right. No, uh, I don't so really think there has been. So go ahead. Okay. Okay. So for myself, uh, I've been playing some Knockout City. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Did you get the I, turtles? Well, so here's the thing: like they they cost money. Like they cost they cost money. Uh, yeah. They're like twenty bucks. So I they're not like part of the pass, which I was like twenty oh. for all four or twenty for one. No, I think it's twenty for all four. That's not oh, so they're five each. It's not. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's not like you can. I don't think you can buy one individually. I think you have to buy all four of them, and then that's like so the way that. Uh, the the suits typically work or the outfits typically work in knockout city not just typically this is how they work <laughs> is like <laughs> you'll get one suit and then you can unlock different variants of that soup suit yeah. um so i think that's how this turtle one works as well so you can be one of the and it's it's the 80s cartoon look and feel to them which is cool i like yeah. that um but then um uh, but but so those are that's you know you have to pay 20 dollars for that but um, the pass, so I did get the pass. Um, there is, uh, there are a lot of different outfits and stuff like that, that you can get that are turtle related or like theme things like, you know, like your name plates and stuff like that, or a back. Um, there's like a, I don't want to call them backpacks, but they're like logos that you can put on your back. Uh, and they're like hologram kind of looking and it's, they're cool looking. And uh, and one of them is like the sewer the sewer uh, cover you can get that which is cool, um, but Mike and Phil I was playing this and let me tell you, I did not lose my touch. Still got those skills. I still got those skills. I was, um, you know, I was playing in the first match I won, and then the second match I got MVP, and I was like, whoa, and then the third match nice. I got my butt kicked <laughs> like really bad. But I was really proud of myself that I got even MVP in one of the matches. And I mean, it was pretty awesome, Mike. Like, there was balls coming. I was catching them, throwing them back. Like, I was taking people out left and right. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. And 
the reason that I like these games, uh, I like Fortnite and I are not Fortnite. I like this game and I like um, Splatoon is because the matches are super short. They're not long. So you can like squeeze in a couple of matches, you know, before bed or if I just have, oh, I have a few minutes before like I have to go to work or something like you can jump on and play a couple of these games. So I like that a lot. And there's always tons of people playing in the, in the lobbies, too. It's not like you have to wait a really long time. So um, so that was very cool. Uh, and then I've been playing a little fall guys as well. So, uh, getting back into that, uh, I came in fourth one, one match and I was very proud of that as well, but never came in first yet. So, and then I have been playing the, one of Ilphonic's new games that just came out mm-hmm. and you kind of mentioned that already, but I, I've been playing the Ghostbusters game okay. and, uh, and, our so Ilphonic, uh, I'm I'm actually reviewing it for Gamerhead, so they actually provided us a, a game code, which is awesome. Um, and I will say that so I've I've played a couple matches. I haven't played a lot. So the okay, so I'll, I'll highlight some of the things I really like about this. One, the fact that they brought in Dan Aykroyd and um and Ernie, Ernie Hudson, Hudson, yeah. yeah. And uh, and and Greg Miller apparently is in this game too, which made me laugh because uh, he's a huge Ghostbusters fan. But the fact that they brought these people in and their their actual voice and it does take place like right after Afterlife, like it, like it's a continuation of Afterlife, which is pretty cool. Cool. And uh, the premise is that they're franchising the Ghostbusters, you know franchise i guess are the name i guess and you are a recruit and you can customize what your character looks like and there's quite a bit so much so now some of it's locked i have to unlock it but you can use the the real ghostbusters like outfits you can you wear those which is so oh. cool and you can mix and match them so like i don't have to wear you know but like the first one I was like oh my goodness that's peter vankman's oh my goodness that's egon's oh my goodness this is raise oh my goodness this is so amazing um so that was really cool. That was really neat. Uh, and uh, and then I, I got into the game. So there is a story to the game, which is pretty cool. Um, and and the first ma- mission you go on is is a solo mission. And uh, so when you walk around and you you capture ghosts, uh, it's really well done. Like I I love the fact that you know you have your PKA meter. And, uh, and you have your black and you have your proton pack and you have, you know, you have your traps, so you have to throw out your traps and you have to try to catch the ghost and tether them and pull them into the trap. Um, that's really a lot of fun. Uh, you have to f- hunt the ghost down with your PKE meter. That's just, that's neat as well. Um, and I have not played as a ghost yet, but that's the ability oh. too. So yeah, so it's it's the same thing that you guys were talking about how like all the other games. Um, what is that? It's called like asymmetrical. Is that asymmetrical. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think this game would be so much fun, so much fun with a group of four people playing as Ghostbusters and like you running around and you're like talking to each other and talking where the ghosts are. When you are playing with people that you don't know. Boy, what a mess. 
What a oh, yeah. mess. What a That's mess. That's how it that always was. works. Why do you think I escaped in that boat by myself? <laughs> yeah there's no escaping though like you're trying to catch this ghost oh that's the other fun thing so like as this ghost is going around and haunting the place wherever you are like i think i was in a museum was one of them in a in a movie theater and another one there are people there and and they get more and more freaked out and you have mm-hmm. to calm them down you got to come up to them and try to calm them down and say hey it's okay it's all right it's all right and that's uh through simple real simple like uh i don't want to say quick time but you like hold down the X button and then you have to hold and then you have to hit the trigger, the right trigger twice yep. uh, at, in a certain area. That's how um, it works when you fix the car and stuff. Oh, OK. OK. And then but if 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 everybody leaves, uh, then the haunting, uh, the percentage of the more people that are leaving, the, the percentage of the haunting goes up. So you have to, like, try to keep them calm so that the, if it reaches 100 percent game over, it's game over. Huh. Or maybe they'll give you some time to try to catch the ghost. I'm not sure, but, um, but it's yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's great. I I and you can up you can upgrade your your weapons and your, uh, your equipment, um, and your character. You can like I I'm not up not up. I mean, you level up, but I think that's more to unlock different clothing stuff and such. Yeah. Um, it really feels like. The Ghostbusters, like I really liked the, um, came out on the Wii and the PlayStation and the Xbox. The Ghostbusters, the yeah, the Ghostbusters video game. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, I was thinking about the new one. Like no, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was saying I really, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm sorry. My transition wasn't very good there. I really liked that game a lot because it was a lot of fun. You felt like a Ghostbuster, and uh, they captured that here too. In fact more so in regards to like you get to really customize your character and what they look like i thought that was so cool uh they have quite a bit of options too so i really yeah i mean if you guys are interested in it's getting you know well, i i think we've also this is getting good reviews out there as well yep. uh if you guys are ever interested in picking this game up uh i would play that with you guys so it'd be fun i think it's only 40 as well isn't it yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much it is. And, and it just came out, too. So um, it's interesting to me that Ilphonic has come out with like all these like Friday the 13th and this one. And um, what are they coming out with the the um, the Killer Clowns one, too? Right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like it feels like and I could be wrong, but it feels like the player base is a certain type and eventually like. Like, are you gonna spread that the the people that like those kind of games too thin, that they wouldn't? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, most definitely. Yep. Like you've got to choose your franchise at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um. So yeah, so I've been playing that. Then the other game that I've been playing that I just reviewed and the review is up on PureNintendo.com, so you can go check that out. Is Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope? Okay. Yeah, I reviewed yeah, that. I'm looking game. forward to that one. This game is amazing. I love this game so much. Oh my goodness. I will say this. Uh, every waking moment I was not playing that game, I was thinking about this game. That's how much I love this game. Uh, it is so good. So I was telling Mike this before the show. So in the first game, Phil, did you play the first game? Nope. Okay. So in the first game, you are very railroaded into like what you have to do next like it's just it's just progression like okay this is level one and then worlds one two one and are like 
like one one two one stuff right is don't they even call or at least levels and within those worlds right like it was I almost think, like the overworld in mario yes. 3 and mario world yes yes and you couldn't you couldn't choose where you wanted to go really like you're pretty much like this is like the level that you're going to be going to next um and i'm surprised that Ubisoft, like, and I'll talk about the battle mechanics here in just a little bit, but I'm surprised that that's not one thing that they touted more heavily with this game is it's open world. It is an open world game, and it's such an amazing mix of Ubisoft DNA mixed with like Mario Odyssey DNA. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, so as you walk around, you'll see enemies marching around with little numbers above their head. That tells you how, like, what level they are. And you can dash into them, and that would then trigger a battle. Um, then you're, you opens up a, a battlefield, and a tactical battlefield, where you get to fight against the enemies. Um, if you don't dash into them, and the enemy dashes into you, then the enemies are stronger, uh, or there'll be more of them, and you get to take them on. Um, then there are... Uh, well, I should, I should step back. I mean, the, the premise of the game is it takes place right after the last game, uh, the rabbits are, uh, and, and Mario and his friends are enjoying a peaceful moment in the kingdom. And then Cursa comes and like kidnaps, uh, rabid peach and you go save her. Uh, and that's, that's your, basically your tutorial in the beginning. And then you find out that Cursa is pretty much like taking over the whole universe and, uh, you have to go stop her or it, yeah. I think it's her. I think Cursa is her. Uh, and, and then the other thing is that, uh, you know, the rabbits are also still mixing with things as well, which is so weird. Um, but it's cool. They did such a great job with it. So yeah, so you're walking around these worlds and it's just, it's like, it's open world. So like part of Cursa's thing is that she, she is like, um, uh, corrupting the world that, that you're, you're in. So there's five different worlds that you're in. So like there's corruption going on so you can dive into the corruption and clear that corruption that's like a battle uh and obviously there's a main quest but there's tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of side quests tons of side quests oh, wow. in the first world alone i <laughs> i realized like oh my goodness i spent five hours in the first world alone just doing all the side quests and i'm like i gotta move on like i gotta keep playing the rest of this game uh, and there was still like one or two quests that I didn't complete in the in the first world. Like that's hmm. crazy. And some of the quests aren't on, aren't available until you beat that boss in that in that world, and then the quest line opens up. Uh, the side quest li- opens up. Uh, I love this game so much. It's so good. <laughs> it's so nice. good. Uh, I'll just touch upon the the battle system briefly because this is what they were touting the most. So the battle system is open movement. So like unlike the grid. In the previous game, you can move around as long as your you know radius allows you to move around. You can move around. You can you, you can work with a team member and do the team jump where one like one member throws you up in the air and Beepo uh, then comes and you grab on him and you can fly farther. Uh, so you can actually move a little bit farther out, um, and you can move around, and do whatever you want. So like you can dash into enemies, and that doesn't count as an action point. You get two action points that you can do per per character per round per turn uh but you can dash into enemies which will cause damage and then you can run back and hide behind like you know stuff so you can protect yourself um 
And once you fire your weapon, though, then that's it. Like, you can't move anymore. Like, that. that is, even if you had another action point to spend, uh, you can't move anymore. You can spend that action point, but you can't move anymore. Um, and then the other big thing with this game is the, is the sparks. So those are Rabbids and Loomis mixed together. And the sparks give you special abilities. So, like, there are sparks that can cause electricity, so, like, if you uh, trigger, and that, those count as an action point to trigger a spark. So, like, if I trigger the electric uh, spark, uh, my weapon now, if I shoot it, will uh, have the bonus uh, of doing electricity, and it might actually hit neighboring enemies as well. So, like, I could do, like, an area effect with that attack. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are protecting. Like, some, some can, you can use as protection as well. Uh, so that's, that's really good. And then each character eventually, not right away, but eventually you can play, uh, each character can have two sparks on them. So you can really mix and match that. And I think there's 30 sparks total that you can unlock. And then you level those up as well. And then obviously their abilities or their damage goes up because of that. Uh, and then the last thing I'll just say, I know I said, I was going to say one more thing, but this is the last thing I'll say here, um, is that each character just felt so unique. Uh, I didn't really feel that way in the first game, but in this one, like it really felt like, oh, like I can really mix and match and make a really cool team. Like Luigi's like ability to hit enemies from afar and do more damage. He there's there's also like I don't remember this happened in the the, thir- in the first game, but in this one there is like you can throw Luigi up on a tower and like he can sit there and like take people out from the tower while the rest of your troops are like moving around below. Like it's so cool. It's so neat. I love this game so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, ah, oh, gosh, it's just so there's just so much. The story is really good too. I love the story. I love the characters, the rabbits talk actually. Oh, that's the other thing I was going to mention how the first game, the rabbits were like the nuisance and it felt like you were trying to get rid of them. In this one, it's like they're inhabitants, and now they're just part of the worlds, and it's like not even a question. And a lot of them are the ones that give you side quests. Oh, hey, like I need you to take out three, three Goombas. They're bothering me. Can you do that for me? Okay. Um, or they might be like, oh my goodness, like I need this, and uh, I don't know. Like you have to go and stop the. Oh, there's like a Captain Toad type Professor Backpack. He has like all these puzzles that you can figure out. Like each level, he has a, a different world has a puzzle, and then the, you get planet coins for that. Which there are vendors that you can buy things with the planet coin, um, yeah, s- weapon skins and stuff like that. It's really cool. I love this game. <laughs> like I said over and over again, I really, really, really love this game. I gave it a ten. That's how much I love this game, and I don't Ooh, give games ten. So wow, yeah, I've never given a game a ten before, and I gave this game a ten. I love this game. So right good. On. Yeah. It's very, uh, very exciting. Yeah. So I know, Mike, you are a huge fan of the first game. I love the first game. Yeah. You're going to really love this game. You're going to really love this game a lot. I'll add it to the list. Yeah. <laughs> add it to the backlog. That's yep. right. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see what like the DLC is going to be like too. Ooh, the Rayman um, DLC. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's going to be cool. You said Rayman and I'm in. Yeah, he's yeah, it's gonna be the DLC. Okay. Um and yeah, it's just 
Ubisoft does such a great job with this game with making it feel like a Mario game, but I feel like the first game they were like, let's see, it was like cutting their teeth showing like, oh, look, at we can take our characters and put them in Mario world. And then this game, it feels like, all right, we proved that we could do that. Now we're going to show you what our world would look like if Mario was in our world. That's what it right. feels like. And it's so good. They did such a great job. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I've been playing. Uh, all right. So let's talk about games that are releasing. We'll go through these real quickly. Uh, this is for the games that are coming out on the October 24th through the 28th. Here's a game I did not know they were making. Garbage Pail Kids, Mad Mike, and the Quest for Stale Gum. Did you guys know about this game? That is an old NES game that oh. was made but never released. So Really? Yep. And you can actually purchase the NES, an actual NES cartridge with it on it. Really? I saw that, yep. yeah. Oh, that's neat. Uh, that's coming out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on October the 25th. I guess that kind of makes sense why that's the older systems for those then, right? Um, Star Ocean, The Divine Force, that's coming out on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on October the 27th. Bayonetta 3, we mentioned this already, that's coming out on October 28th on the Switch. Don't waste your money! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 that's coming on PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X and X, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and PC on October 28th. What's a Call of Duty all about? I've never heard of that. Yeah, franchise. I don't know. I mean, they can't. Boy, some... <laughs> Modern Warfare 2? What? Huh. Um, Resident Evil Reverse that's coming on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC on to- October 28th. Resident DLC. Evil Village. It's coming yeah, out on Switch on the 28th. DLC. And then the Winter's Expansion that's coming out on yeah. PlayStation 5, Xbox Sorry. Series X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Stadia as well, people, and PC on October 28th. You got two months. Play it now. Yep, play it now. So those are the games that are coming out. Did um, we talk Gotham Knights last week? No, because remember, we were out. So Oh, shit, that's right. I mean, that came out? Right. Did that come out? No, it comes out tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow will be... Well, oh. the twenty first it comes out. The twenty first it comes. Are you getting it, Mike? Are Phil? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about Mike, but I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Are you no. getting it? Okay, you're not getting it, Mike. Not yet. Not yet. I'm no. not saying that. I'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I do want to get that game too. Oh, I don't know. Like, oh boy, this is good. This is we're getting into we're getting in that stretch where there's just tons of games. I'm like, I want that game and that game and that game and that game and that game. Crunch like, time. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, so that's part of the reason why we missed last week, though, too, because I needed to get as much gaming of of <laughs> Mario and Rabbids in because I needed, to, you know, I wanted to review the game, so yeah. I I spent all waking hours on that game. Um, I don't, you know, I will say this. It felt like Christmas. It felt like Christmas playing that game. <laughs> like, you know, how you're on holiday break and you get this new game and you're like, oh my goodness. And you just dive into it and you just Hold get absorbed. Hold on. What? 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 What's a holiday break? Oh, hmm. I'm sorry. I mean, like when you were younger, when you were a kid, you know? I don't remember those days, man. Kids? Well, I mean, what do you remember, Phil? Mm, most of today? <laughs> 
well, let's move on to the <laughs> the <laughs> the eShop. Uh, Tales from the eShop, the retro Franken retro game Frankenstein edition. Yeah, don't Is get that... his name wrong. He doesn't take too. I know he. I know he was kind of mad at me last week for for missing. Like you said, like hey, it's okay that we. But you know he's kind of mad at you, and I apologize. Uh, I hope he doesn't show up this week. But uh, he did give us an assignment two weeks ago yep. to play, and that was none massacre. None shall be massacred in none massacre. Uh, I don't know about you, but I was massacred. Oh yeah, I was killed. Me a couple of times too. Uh, what what did you guys think? I did not hate the game. I thought it was really well done for being like a PS. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. No, 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 no. I interrupted you. Nope. Too late. Yeah, this game was all sorts of nope. Oh, <laughs> like really? The good, the good kind of nope. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, nope, 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 nope. As soon as I see oh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. as soon as my my screen starts to get all staticky, nope. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I I I um I agree with both of you on on both of your points. I I was pretty freaked out. You know, first opened up with like you're in this bathtub and I was like, what is going on? Can I not? I couldn't get all the bathtub to begin with and I was well, like, Well, it's only heck? if you played the intro. If you skip the intro, yeah, you don't have to play that part, especially the dead end road, which is the longest dead end road yeah. in the history of mankind. Like, no oh, shit that road's yes. closed. Like, there's an entire fucking avalanche that happened on this damn road. No, no, that took forever. I know, I know. I couldn't even figure out, honestly, I couldn't even figure out how to get into the building. I had that problem too, and then eventually, obviously, we all got it, but yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. it's a it's a really, really big building that doesn't feel that big on the inside. Yeah. And again, that walk there is just brutal for no reason whatsoever, other than yeah. to play lightning effects and, th- or I should say, thunder effects and like rain effects, like yeah. all it served. Yeah. So, I'll... Because you guys know I don't like horror games, so I'll I'll just what? mention. Yeah, I know, I know. So I'll just mention a few things that I actually really liked about this game. Like, <laughs> I know it's crazy to say this, but um, I did like the look and feel of the VCR type. You know, like the the eighties, oh, yeah. like, like an old eighties. Yep. Yeah, that that was cool. I was like, oh, that's neat. Um. Um. And that's I mean, that they, from Roger, Have and that's it. Good night. <laughs> yeah. No, I I. I appreciate the game itself. Um, yeah. Okay. So like, that's the stuff I liked about it. <laughs> I will say uh, the things I didn't like besides the fact that I was scared poopless the, the whole game. Um, like you were saying, nope, 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 nope. Um, I didn't like the fact that like, it was really hard to open drawers and pick up stuff. Like, yeah, I thought that was kind of like every time I was like exploring stuff, and yeah, I'd open the drawer and I, I just, I had a really hard time like targeting the drawer and then opening it. Like, I wish there was a way to lock onto something. There, there isn't right. Cause I didn't, I didn't learn how to lock onto something. It wasn't either. Any. Okay. Um, is it scary? Holy cow. That game is scary. That game is scary for like crappy graphics. That game was scary. Yeah, it executed the scares very well. Um, again, PS One graphics, but it, it it really captured the just like sneaky horror element of the nun. And when you when she was near, you knew she was near, and yeah. you had to go and hide underneath the bed or yes. the closet or whatever. Like it was yes. very well executed that way. Uh, the controls left a or the controls left a little bit to be desired. 
Yeah. But I thought the puzzles were pretty well done as far as like how to like get from point A to point B and like hiding, ducking, weaving, that type of stuff. I thought that was all really, really well done for what what did we pay? Five dollars? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. much. Yeah. I thought that was all really well done. Um again, the intro was way too long, didn't need to be there. It was just yeah. wasted <laughs> time. Yeah. But the presentation was absolutely phenomenal with that tracking, adjusting your tracking. Yeah. And, uh, like yeah. Just the, the soundtrack and the sounds like phenomenal. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I, they really captured the look and feel really well. Yep. So. Uh, so, Mike, do you have any final thoughts on this game? Uh, nope. <laughs> Mike, you <laughs> no, barely contributed. No, no, no. Hell, <laughs> so it's and I'll agree. It has. It's it's man, it's it's really it is scary. Like you play this with the lights off. It's got you know the random lightning or yeah. I'm not playing that game with the lights off. No way. Uh uh. No no no. And nope 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 nope. (laughs) I will say this: it's it definitely needed. uh, It could have benefited from some uh, polishing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My first uh, nope that I experienced was. Uh, I opened the door, turned the corner, and there she was and just started bolting towards me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I kept running. (laughs) And I tried to run all the way back to the starting point. Uh, But there's a part where you have to... um, uh, What do you have to do? The board Um, over the barbed wire? Yeah, put put the board over the barbed wire. And I was running so fast, (laughs) and it was so floaty that I fell into the barbed wire. And I was just stuck there, and I had to wait for her to come and kill me. But that was executed really, really well. Like, the way that she just, like, sticks her head around the corner is just like, you're dead. Like, I thought that was really well done because I I made the same mistake at one point, too, uh, where I missed the board. But I thought, again, the execution, I I wish I would have died quicker because it was a good 30 seconds before you died. Uh, Microwave Society. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I thought that like that was like you're just kind of stuck there and you can't get out, and all of a sudden like her head sticks around the corner, and you're just like oh crap, I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some really cool things on here. Like, did I don't know if you knew this, but there is just like um, there's a a no nun mode. Huh. Well, I know so, about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you could play the game just exploring yes. and trying to figure yeah. it out. That's kind of cool, right? There's, and there's a lot of other modes that you can unlock. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that you can only hold just a few items at once. Yeah. Yeah, like three things, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I loved the opening where, like, the it looked like the opening to an old, like, 80s, early 80s horror movie. Yes. The only yes. thing is, like, okay, what? I'm like, I, it got to a point where I was just walking so long. I'm like, am I even going the right way? <laughs> I don't yep. like, agreed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's I felt the same way. So, but all in all, for the price, say I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed as much as I enjoy these types of games. Yeah. I, I I appreciate what this game di- it did and what it, I mean. It certainly belongs in a museum. No, it belongs <laughs> in, in the. <laughs> It belongs in like, I mean, I think this is a really good horror game in that genre. Like if you like horror games and you like jump scare games, like this is a really good game. This is mm-hmm. a really good game mm-hmm. um, for that. So it needs, that's it, it needs right? Achievements, though, needs achievements. It does need achievements. Yeah. That's true. Wait, you guys played it on the Xbox? I played it on yeah. the Switch. <laughs> 
Who plays games on the Switch? Wait, yeah, no, we what? played it on the Xbox. Yeah, we played it on the Xbox. I was completely joking, Roger. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. 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 You okay. Got, sure got us, Phil. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Oh, shucks, golly gee, Billikers. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, right? We, he's not here this week. It's... What are you doing here? Damn it. Oh, no. Why? Oh, Again? Oh, Come no. on. Give Roger hey, a buddy. break. The guy's going to die. What's going on? Seasons Screechings fellow gamers, it is I, the horror of the Halloween holiday, Retro Game Frankenstein. I hope you all enjoyed playing Non-Massacre. It was quite the experience, was it not? Well, you ain't seen nothing yet. This week, I am making Roger, Phil, and Mike play Moon Scars. The good news is, Moon Scars is available on Xbox Game Pass. So you cheap bastards don't have to pay anything extra for it. This game is so scary that it gave me nightmares. But since I am made entirely of retro games, my nightmares consisted solely of the first 30 seconds of Ghosts and Goblins. I am not entirely convinced that there is anything past that red devil by the way. But that is a topic for a different day. Anywho, I am looking forward to next week to hear your thoughts on Moon Scars. Retro Game Frankenstein, out. So we're playing Moon Scars next week, guys. Looks pretty intense and pretty spooky. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. So... Uh, that's also on Game Pass, so listeners, if you want to play along, right? That's on Game Pass right now, isn't yep, it? Yep. Yeah. So if you want to play along, if you dare, if you, if you dare, um, join us. We want to hear what you have to say about the game too. You can let us know by sending us an email at info at gamerheadspodcast.com or going to Twitter and leaving us a message at gamers, gamerheadspod as well. Uh well before we wrap up then why don't we talk about how we can get a hold of each other so uh, how we can get a hold of each other how people can get a hold of us because we, we don't have each other's phone numbers Roger yeah, like we let's do actually real. have each other's phone numbers so that's actually pretty funny um Mike <laughs> how can people get a hold of you not giving out your phone number unless you want to unless you want to yeah I think I'm good on that okay uh you can get a hold of me on Twitter at PezGuyMike nice and Phil. How can people get a hold of you on the social media? I was really torn. I kind of wanted to give out my phone number just to see if oh. anybody would hit me up. Uh, <laughs> but you can also hit me up on uh, on Twitter at BNow23. And listeners, you can follow us, like I mentioned, on Twitter at GamerHeadsPod. You can also follow me on Twitter at Nintenraj. You can also check out our website where we have reviews and uh, articles as well and podcasts. Our podcast is there as well. So if you want to listen to old episodes or older episodes, you can do that at GamerHeadsPodcast.com. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you. And Phil, thank you so much for joining us this week. Hold on. Brushing the jar off my shoulder. Always. There we go. There we go. Uh, and listeners, thank you so much for giving us a listen and taking time out of your schedule to do so. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. We want to hear what you have to say about the show. That also helps show the show grow as well, because the more reviews, the more people talk about it, blah, blah, blah. You know how that works, but leave us a review. We We really, really appreciate it. Until next week, everyone, stay safe and game on. We'll see you then. Bye. Take care.